Welcome to the Messy Magic Podcast. I'm your host, Jill Morris, life coach and musician, and I help creative folks like you live intuitive, intentional lives so you can focus on what you really came here to do, make art and change the world. Let's go. Hey friend, welcome back to the podcast. So thrilled you're here. I am thrilled to be here and I'm really excited about today's topic. We're going to talk about priorities and how to prioritize, how to always know what to do next. Before I dive in, I just want to say I just got my second vaccine dose. So I am hoping to make it through this and not have any symptoms show up, but who knows what'll happen. Either way, I'm very grateful that I've been able to get my second dose or any dose um, if you have not yet and it is available in your area. I encourage you to find a way to get it, and I'm just really excited for the next two weeks to be over and whatever will happen. So I'm feeling really grateful. My arm hurts a little bit. I feel a little spacey, but we're just going to lean in and talk about priorities because me recording this podcast is me prioritizing the things that matter to me and to you listening. And so I wasn't going to not record because it's important. Like I want to get as much out to you to help you with your life as I can. And this is a part of that. This podcast is a part of me sharing all of the things that I have learned that have helped me, tools that have helped me so that you can also use those tools. You can also gain that perspective. You can also build your belief that everything that you want is possible. And when you believe that, then it becomes possible and you create it. So whatever I can do to help with that, I'm going to do and I'm going to prioritize because it's important to me. And so let's talk about some of the reasons why you might not know how to prioritize or be struggling with prioritizing and then what works really well and what to focus on. So when I'm talking about prioritizing, there's a couple different ways to think about it. I think what comes up for a lot of my clients and just people in my life is, you know, looking at their day to day and saying, I just don't even know what to do. Like there's things that I want to accomplish. There are habits I want to start. There are, you know, goals I want to achieve. And there's all these things swirling around in your head. And so you wake up and it's like, I don't even, I don't even know. And especially this last year, if you're listening in the future, who knows what's happening there, but in this last year in 2020 and coming into 2021, you know, a lot of people have either had their work become increasingly overwhelming and working more hours and having more demand, or they are, it's the opposite of that. And there's obviously the middle where there's people who have had to stay home. So they're not in their normal work environment. And that kind of throws off their routine. And then I think for a lot of people, like I said, like the other end of the spectrum is you have all of this time and it seems like a great time to maybe prioritize or not prioritize to, uh, like capitalize on that time that you're given 
even if there are stressors around you, I think a lot of people immediately were like, well, how am I going to fill this time? And that alone has been a stressful question for a lot of people. How do I fill this time? Do I rest? Is it okay to rest? Do I learn a new skill? Do I want to learn a new skill? Do I monetize something? Like, what do I do? And the question alone, I think, is coming from this thought that is not serving any of us, which is, what is the right thing to do? And I think this, this, I mean, it's a question, but this question that comes from the thought of like, there is a right thing to do, which is not true. There's no unequivocally right thing to do ever. There are, in any circumstance, maybe there's a majority agreement of what would be the right thing to do. But there's no just objective in any circumstance right thing to do. Like, how would you define right? It's like defining perfect, which I have opinions on and I will do a podcast episode on that. But for today, we're talking about priorities. And I think what trips a lot of people up is thinking that it is supposed to look a certain way. I'm supposed to prioritize my family. I'm supposed to prioritize my job. I'm supposed to prioritize the my friends and the things that they expect of me. I think a lot of it is expectations from other people and wanting to live up to that. And when that is the way that you are structuring your life, it's no wonder that so many people are burnt out and tired and confused because we're putting all of the decision-making in our life on other people. And that's just not helpful. And it might seem like it's helping other people, but it's also not helping them. Like maybe in the moment, maybe short term, you prioritizing someone else over yourself, which is what you're doing when you're saying what's the right way. Because if you're not deciding what the right way is, then you're saying that someone else has the answer whether that's an ethereal answer or like a person that you're thinking of, like, are they going to be mad at me? That means that they have the answer to what is right versus you. And this creates an imbalance in that relationship, whatever that relationship is, whether it's you and another person, you and a system, you and a structure, you and your job, whatever, where now they hold the authority over what's right for you. And you might agree with what other people think is right, wrong, medium, whatever, but you want to come to that understanding, that decision from within. So the first thing that you really want to think about when you're thinking about priorities is there is no right or wrong priority. There's no right or wrong way to prioritize. There's no hierarchy that is objectively the the right one. And it's not static. So those are kind of the two main things that I want to get out of the way right off the bat. Because that other thing of it not being static is also coming from like there's a right or a wrong choice. And if it's not static then it's fluid, which means the priorities might change from day to day. Which means listening to yourself is still the best guidance you will ever get. 
So what is, even, even if there were a right or a wrong, what is right for you today might be different tomorrow. So those two facets, there's no right or wrong. There's just your inner guidance. And then it's not static. Like the priorities are never static because you might think like, okay, I have a big goal of, uh, being a full-time musician. So prioritizing that goal over everything else might be your like general priority in life. That might be the general thing that you were focused on. But if there's an emergency in your family, then whatever's going on with your music career is likely going to take a back seat. And now your family is your priority in that moment. Maybe your family's like, hey, we're all going out to dinner and you have a show that night. At that point, you have to decide which one is the priority in this moment. And if you're thinking there's a right or a wrong, you're probably looking at what are they going to think about me? And if you're thinking it's static, you're thinking I always have to prioritize one or the other. Like that's the, that's the only way that I make decisions in my life is there's a static priority list. And so if family is always priority number one, then no matter what else is going on, no matter what other goals I have, they always take precedent. And you can decide that that might be like, you can decide to have that be your life. Totally fine. Just make sure that it's coming from a place of this is my decision for me. This is what matters most to me. I like this way of being. I like my reasons for this priority being static. So totally fine. I just want to offer that it doesn't have to be that way. So there's no right or wrong. It's not static. And another thing that I think gets in the way of people prioritizing things is thinking that you have to prioritize, and this does go into it being right or wrong, but thinking that you have to prioritize things that you should do or that you have to do. You don't have to do anything. Literally, you don't have to do anything. The thought behind that is I want to avoid all pain. I want to avoid all uncomfortable feelings. I want to avoid anyone ever being mad at me. I want to avoid me being mad at anyone else. Like I want this pure happiness version of life, which doesn't exist and wouldn't be fun to be quite honest. That's really what's driving when you're thinking like, I have to do this thing because when you're saying I have to do this thing, I have to do this thing or something that I really don't want to happen is going to happen, which may or may not be true. That's the part that doesn't get questioned very often. We're just like, I have to do this because I have to. Why? You might still decide to do the thing, but feeling like you have to, the sense of, of kind of removed obligation, I don't find serves people 9.9 times out of 10. And I just never really find that having the thought I have to do this thing, it doesn't serve me. And maybe sometimes it serves you. Maybe it always serves you. That's a question throughout this entire podcast, throughout your entire life. Does this serve me? It doesn't matter if it's true or not. It matters if it serves you. Does it move you forward? Does it get you where you want to go? Does it reduce your harm in the world? It's not like we're never thinking about other people, 
But it's just not prioritizing them over your, at the expense of yourself. So you don't have to do anything. The thing you want to ask yourself is what is the result that I'm after? And what do I need to do to get there? And not from a, not in the need to do in terms of I have to do this, but like, what are the steps? What will serve me to get the result that I want? And if I am doing something for someone else, am I doing that at the expense of my own safety, happiness, priorities? I think we all should do things for other people. I think that's very important, but I think a lot of people are existing in the realm of, I should do that before doing anything for myself. And I don't think that serves anyone that then makes us all dependent on one another rather than working in conjunction with one another, which is a much more functional way of living. It's not, you know, sometimes you might need to depend on someone else. There are circumstances where that is true. And maybe someone is dependent on you. And of course, if you have children, like that's just kind of baked into that relationship. But abandoning yourself for that dependency isn't helpful. If that's, if that's your general mode of being. So we want to make sure that that is in this conversation. But when you think about, I have to do this thing. Do you have to do it for you or are you thinking I have to do it because of the reaction I'm going to get from someone else or a consequence I'm going to get because of how it impacts someone else? Now, when you're asking these questions, again, it doesn't mean that you don't choose to do it. You just want to know what your reasons are and choose them intentionally. That's the point. There's no, again, there's no right or wrong. I just want to offer other perspectives so that when you're asking yourself these questions, you're not just locked into, I do things for other people. I'm not the priority ever. I have to do these things. There's like, life is just black and white. That's it. That's not a helpful way of seeing the world. It's not a helpful way of moving forward. You can choose it, but if you're going to choose it, just make sure you love your reasons. If that serves you, go for it. I've yet to see that work to really have binary thinking. But if it serves you, then do it. Anything that you hear me say that you're questioning, answer for yourself. Always come back to you. I think sometimes people think that listening to a leader or listening to a coach or listening to someone with a podcast or listening to anyone on the internet, that what they say is the truth rather than what they say is their truth. And if you agree with them and if it, if it incites something for you, wonderful. That's why I put my words out there is because if it does resonate with you, whether that means you doubling down on your own perspective or you getting access to a new perspective, I'm going to keep putting it out there, but not because I'm right and you're wrong because this is my truth and my truth is not static. It's something I check in with every day, every hour. 
And that's how I think about my priorities. I'm always checking in with them because my priorities are simply the way that I make decisions. And the way that I make decisions is always getting new information. Like I'm always more and more informed on how to make decisions for myself because I'm always learning. I'm always examining my own thoughts. I'm always examining my own truths and saying, do I still believe that? Do I still choose that? Does this serve me? And so when you're thinking about which priorities, what you want to focus on, one thing that I find really useful that I kind of mentioned a little bit is think about your long-term goals. And it's really helpful to do this with a coach, to do this with a mentor, to do this in a mastermind, in some sort of space where you have the ability to get all of your thoughts out and examine them with someone else who can see from an outside perspective. Because we're really good at thinking of good ideas and then deciding that that's the priority instead of examining, is this a good idea or is this what I want to do? Sometimes those align. Sometimes we just have really good ideas that sound nice, but they aren't actually what we want to do. So when you're thinking about goals, that's one thing to be really mindful of. And you can certainly do it on your own, but you're using your own brain, which has its own biases. And so having an outside unbiased perspective is very helpful. If you like my unbiased perspective, hire me. The link is in the show notes to book a call with me and see what that would look like about working together. But whatever you do, I would suggest having some sort of unbiased opinion. Take a look at the thoughts that you're thinking about your goals when you're deciding them. Even if you're 100% sure about them, creating the path forward is its own beast. And so when I'm thinking about priorities, I'm thinking about what are my long-term goals? Like, what do I want to achieve this year, in the next six months, in the next three years? What what do I want my day-to-day to look like? And what do I need to achieve in order for that to be my day-to-day life? That's how I think about goals. And then you think of like, okay, so let's just, for example, say I have a six month goal of writing three new songs. I want my day to day to be writing music. I want to have an album to promote and put some music out into the world. I want to make some new merch, whatever that looks like. That's just an example, a three song EP in six months. I think about, okay, so if that's my six month goal, what do I think it's going to take to get me there? If I were to break that down monthly and then look at the month and say, what will it take weekly? And then what would my day-to-day look like each week building up to that? You just work backwards. And again, even this plan is not static. It is a blueprint. Sometimes you're going to start. I don't really know how blueprint. I'm going to be honest. (laughs) I thought I was going to go with that, but I don't really know how blueprints work. You might think about it like a song. Like you you think a song is going to go a certain direction. You start writing it and you're like, actually, what if we added saxophone? Let's do that. Like you think of new ideas. Things shift. The plan is a blueprint for how you're going to get there. You're not going to know until you get into it. So that just gives you some framework for moving forward and gives you a framework for choosing your priorities. 
So how I do it is I make my longer term goals. I break them down and I do this with my clients. We break them down and then we check in every single week and say, okay, if I'm going to stay on track with the plan that I've set forth, what do I want to focus on in the next week? What will, what will I want to have done by the end of the week? What do I have going on just in my life? How am I going to fit all of this in? And what's important to me? And I just always think about what do I want my day-to-day life to look like? This week, next week, in six months, in three years. Because your life happens in the day-to-day. It doesn't happen. I mean, it happens in six-month increments, but we can't really process that as a human. We process it moment to moment. So when I'm thinking about what is my moment to moment look like, I, I think daily. And that's how I prioritize. What are my bigger goals? What are my day-to-day life things like habits and humans that I'm in contact with that I love? There's my sweet baby. My dogs, they're a priority in my life. And that's how I choose my priorities. And again, I just check in. I check in daily when I'm deciding my to-do list, like what will move me forward with my big goals and with my day-to-day life that I want to have. And that's how I create my to-do list. There's no right or wrong. So I just try it out every day as an experiment. And I check in every week to say, how did it go? Did I like how I prioritized? Did I like how I structured my days? Did I get what I wanted to get done, done? Did I get the results that I wanted, that I had planned for, that I had set myself up for? If not, why? What am I going to do differently next week? I did an episode, I can never remember the number, I apologize, about evaluations I think it was like my favorite tool for quantum growth or something like that. And that is my tool for continuing to check in with my priorities, with my goals, with knowing how my days are going and how I want to structure them. I just keep learning from every single day. And I like to structure it weekly, but you can do it every day. You can say, how did today go? What went well? What didn't work? And what will I do differently tomorrow? And over time, and you can do this about any day in the past. So like, you don't have to wait to get more information. You can do it today and say, how did last week go? What did I prioritize? What did I unintentionally prioritize? So if you're spending all of your time scrolling social media and you don't want to be doing that, that's what you had unintentionally prioritized. Whatever you're spending the most time doing, that's what you're prioritizing. Whatever you're doing in the moment is what you are prioritizing. So you can unintentionally prioritize or you can intentionally prioritize. You get to choose. If you're not intentionally, you are unintentionally choosing it. So you just look back and you say, what have I learned from how life has been so far? And, you know, take it in whatever chunk feels manageable to you. So last week, the last month, whatever. How will that inform what I want to do in the next week, the next month, the next year? What has gone well? What didn't work? What do I want to do differently? What lessons have I learned? If you're not learning lessons, learn them now. Choose them. And then another thing 
that I see come up a lot is impatience for the results. And this, I think, stops people in their tracks. This is, along with the right or wrong way to do things, I think the impatience for results is the second biggest thing that causes people to not prioritize and also not do things. Like, just not do things. Because it's this thought of, like, I have to do all of this now so that I get the thing now. Like, I need, I need it all done. I don't want to wait six months for the results. I want them now. And so I'm just going to pack all of this stuff in because if I do all of these things, then I'll get the thing quicker. And that's not how it works. I Trust me, I wish it did because that's how I've tried for so many years of my life. And that's how I burnt out so many times in my life. Packing in as much action as you could possibly take to fast track your way to success is not how it works. You will burn out. You will not be checking in with your brain because you won't have time or energy. So you're just going to let your thoughts go all willy-nilly and they're not going to be actually aligned with where you want to go. If your thoughts are not aligned with believing that what you want to happen is possible, it's going to be very hard to create what you want. If you're constantly thinking this isn't going to happen, this is going to go poorly, and all you're doing is taking action from that place, it doesn't matter what you prioritize because the energy you're infusing to everything you're doing is it's not going to work. Look back at your life and see how that is true. I can certainly see it. I can look at any day of my life and if my predominant thought was, this isn't going to work, this isn't possible, I don't see how this could possibly happen guess what? It didn't happen because I created that because that was my thought that I infused all of my actions with. So when you're impatient for results and you're just packing in action, you're one thinking that it has to happen right now and that where you are right now is not good enough, which is not helpful. And if you're thinking that now, you're going to think that when you get to wherever you want to go, you're also going to think, okay, this isn't enough. I need more. That's the thought you need to solve for if that's happening before anything else. If right now is not enough for you, nothing will be enough for you because it's not coming from your circumstance. It's coming from that thought. Find the love for your life in this moment and more will come to you. You will create more. It's not how our brains naturally work. Our brains want to keep us safe and they think it thinks that keeping us safe is not doing anything new or different or fun (laughs) most of the time. It thinks that safe is what we've always been doing and it wants to use the least amount of energy possible. So that's also what happens when you're packing in all this energy. Your brain's like, I'm tired. (laughs) I'm done. You can keep doing this stuff, but like, I'm not going to work the way that you want me to. I say this from experience, y'all. When you're burnt out, you are prioritizing obligations and your impatience and dissatisfaction with your life over aligning your thoughts with your goals so that you can achieve them. The thing is, you get to rest a lot more when you align your thoughts with your goals. Isn't that what we want? Like, don't we want to rest? Our brains want that. 
And you can when you manage your mind. That's when you get to say, I can simplify my to-do list. I know that the things that I want to achieve are going to happen, so I can just chill out a little bit. I can take this one day at a time, and if I'm enjoying each day, then I'm not in any rush to get to tomorrow. What a life. That's what it's about. It's about today because that's all that we have. Yes, we focus on big goals that take us to our next step, but not because where we are right now isn't enough. Because why not see what's possible? If we have just one life, I, one, prioritize today over anything else because it's the only moment that I have, and two, want to see how much further I could possibly go if I'm generously afforded tomorrow. That's how I prioritize my life. Today, and then what's possible tomorrow. I highly suggest you do the same. But if you want help with that, I can help you. This isn't the natural way that our brains operate. We have to manage our minds. And that might not sound like what you thought it was supposed to be. You thought maybe I just get a, a, I make a plan and then I do the things and then it happens. And that's kind of what happens when you align your thoughts with that plan. If you're doing the plan thinking, gee, I hope this works out, but I kind of don't think it will. It's not going to be fun. You are going to be in a rush and you're probably not going to get there when you want to. That's the counterintuitive thing about it is when you rush it actually takes longer. When you slow down, you get what you want a lot quicker. I've proven that to myself time and time again. And my clients do it as well. I had a client who took a week or two off from work suddenly. And by the time they got back, they were fully booked in their business. That wasn't the plan. That's what happened. Because there wasn't any thought that that wasn't possible. It's just like, all right, well, this is what I have to do. Let's see what happens. Let's create it. That is possible for you. You can slow down to speed up. And in fact, I would highly, highly suggest it. Okay. The final thing that I think gets in the way is focusing on your past failures. And using that as evidence that the future is going to be more of the same. Use your past failures. And I use failure very, uh, not generous, generously, uh, loosely. It's a failure if you don't learn from it and then you quit. If you quit and don't learn the lesson, sure, you can call that a failure. If you're using that as reason not to do something or to not believe that something is possible, sure, you can call that a failure. Everything else is just information. It's just a lesson. You will be much happier in your life if you see it that way. And sometimes we really don't want to learn the lesson. Sometimes we really want to be right about something. And you can be right or you can move forward. And as a quadruple Virgo, gee, do I want to be right. But I also much more want to move forward. So I have to just, what is it, wave my white flag and say, okay, what is the lesson here? Maybe I'm actually wrong. 
or maybe there is no right or wrong and I'm just going to learn the lesson and move forward, which is more often than not what the thing is. Whatever has happened in the past is only going to repeat itself if you believe that that's what's going to happen and then you create that. Like if you're like, I never follow follow through on things, you're not going to be looking for any evidence that you could follow through on something. You're not going to create that identity for yourself because you're still in your identity of I'm someone who doesn't follow through on things. You're going to put things on your to-do list that you know you're not going to do. You just write the to-do list really willy-nilly without any thought to it because it's like, that sounds nice. It's the same thing as I was saying about goals. Like, that sounds like a nice idea versus what do I actually want to do? Knowing myself and who I want to be, what do I think is possible in this day? What would serve me the most in this day? The questions that I think are most useful to ask yourself when you're choosing priorities, when you're putting your to-do list together, is what do I need? So always get your needs met first because everything else is going to be much more challenging if your needs aren't met, your basic needs. Like, have I slept? Have I ate? Have I drank water? Have I moved my body in some sort of way? Do I feel connected in whatever way that manifests? Is there something that I need? That I, can, that I can get in this moment. Like, meet your needs. What do I want? Doesn't mean you have to go out and get what you want every single second, but it's always good to ask yourself, what is it that I want in this moment? It just gives you information for where your brain is at. And then when you're thinking about, what am I going to put on my to-do list? Every item that you put down, does this serve me? And does this serve my larger goals? Not, do I have to do this? Not, is someone going to be mad if I don't? Does this serve me? Does this serve my larger goals? And really think about the answers to those questions. It's okay to not do anything. I just want you to sit with that. Like, that's okay. It's okay to take a day off. It's okay to not move forward today. It is okay to rest. And it's okay to have a really busy day. It's all okay. What are you going to learn from it? Where are you going next? How are you going to enjoy this moment? It's the only one we have. I encourage you to find the way to enjoy it to learn from it, to lean into it. We're not going to enjoy everything in our life, but resisting the reality of what's happening does not serve us. If you're at work and having a crappy shift, it doesn't serve you to constantly be thinking this is the worst shift I've ever worked. It doesn't matter if it's true. It doesn't serve you. My favorite thought in those moments when I had a really bad shift was every shift I've ever worked has ended. And that would get me through the shift. And I use that thought in different ways in all areas of my life when I'm having a rough moment. I've never had a rough moment that has yet to end. 
sure, I have grief that never goes away. But the experience of it and the intensity of it comes in and out like waves. Like, it's never not ended. The The wave has never not crested. Is that what you would say? Crested? I don't know. I think you know what I'm saying, though. It's never just stayed a wave forever, you know? And so that thought really serves me when I'm having a hard time moving forward and feeling really stuck in the moment. We just keep going. This might suck and the next moment might be great, but I'll never get there if I'm so stuck on the fact that this moment sucks. So know what you want out of your life. Know what you want out of your day to day. And that's how you choose your priorities. What would serve me? What would serve my larger goals? Knowing there's no right or wrong answer. There's no static answer. There's no one way that you have a day and that's just how you have your days forever. Sure, you can choose that. And do everything within your power to create that if you want. But there's so much to experience in this life. Like, I just, I would suggest switching it up every once in a while. Getting rid of the binary in all aspects. Living in the nuance, living in the messy magic of life. Living in this moment. Prioritize this moment always. I'm sending you so much love and I'll see you next week. Bye. If this podcast inspired you, the next best step is to book a call with me. The link is in the show notes and together we'll have you creating more art and more change. You are magic. Let's show the world. Talk soon.